Hello world, welcome to the very first episode of Dosed. We are your hosts, Jamie North and Stephen Herlihy. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, now to give you a bit of background on, on what this show is about, um, first I'd like to lay down a bit of a disclaimer. So if you're easily offended, Snowflake. <coughs> Uh, I'm willing to listen to different perspectives, alternative stories about medicine, consciousness, healing, fitness, or religion, then I implore you to switch over. This ship will get more than a little twisted as we roll on. Stephen and I intend to learn about new cultures, esoteric philosophies, alternative living, and as we continue to develop ourselves, we want to bring you along with us on this journey. It's a tough world out there, but there really can be a light in everything we do. And our aim is to bring a little bit of that light to you in small doses like this. Hi guys, so before we jump straight into talking about our amazing sponsor of the show, wanted to talk about COVID-19, sadly, because it's been everywhere at the moment, um, in the news, across Europe, across the globe even. Um, and just really wanted to kind of flag it and, and uh, highlight the fact that hopefully some of the things we will talk about um, can give you an opportunity to hear about something else that's you know, equally as important. Um, you know, we talk about mental health and um, the struggles and, and battles and, and, and positive elements that people have taken uh, through overcoming uh, certain challenges in their life. So. Um, Hopefully, you know, when we release these uh, once a week over the next couple of months, um, it will be something that's, that's not um, got the phrase COVID-19 in. That said, um, obviously do make sure you are taking the precautions, you're self-isolating, you're limiting travel and, and um, unnecessary uh, interactions. Um, on the flip side, or please also make sure you're getting things like vitamin D or you're moving, whether that be doing yoga at home or some exercise, because all of these are, are, are critical, um, especially in, in, in times like this, um, because it releases endorphins in, in, your, in your brain anyway, which obviously um, can have a, a much more of a positive impact. Um, and I'd say the most important thing is if you are um, alone and you're having to self-isolate and um, you're having difficulties with it then then please 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 do speak to someone um, you know speak to a ping a friend um, and, and by speak to someone I don't mean just message I mean get on a video call FaceTime you zoom you Skype even if you want to speak to me I'm um, I'm always on my laptop and readily available and, and happy to have a, uh, a chat just a regular chat if that's what you need over a tea um, a virtual tea, obviously. Um, so, yeah, if you are struggling and, and if you don't have anyone to um, to speak to, then, then uh, drop me an email, uh, Jamie at few-app.com. That's Jamie at few-app.com. Happy to have a chat with you as well. Anyway, on to our amazing sponsor of our, not only our first episode, but our, um, our, our show, and they're one of our partners. Um, and it's the awesome Soho office space. Uh, so just to tell you, you know, what is Soho office space, you say? Uh, so Soho office space are an amazing 
co-working space. So co-working space, for those that don't know, is um, typically where you are, uh, let's say, uh, I hate using this word, entrepreneur, um, or uh, someone that's starting a business, or maybe someone that has a small business and um, doesn't want to have to go through the, the pains of finding a, an office, fitting it out, getting all the electrics in, you know, doing all the, uh, the frustrating things and, and having to sign up for a year's contracts, etc. Um, these guys totally flip it upside down um, and give you the ultimate flexibility of you can just do a hot desk per day. Uh, you can you can even do do uh, a longer period um, over a six to twelve month period, um, and similarly with um, the office spaces of you know even two from two people up to I think they've up to, up to forty people in some places. So um, so yeah, really really uh, how they operate is is, is 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 brilliant, you know. But this is not anything new. What I do want to call out is the fact that they have now got three offices across Malta. And, the, and, and what has amazed me so much, because I've, I've worked in, in uh, numerous co-working spaces since, oh, so how long? 15 years now, getting old. And um, these guys have, I'd, quite frankly, have, have been the best. Um, and I'm not just saying because, because they are my lovely partners. Um, because I've worked in you know, the WeWorks of, of the world. And um, what these guys have that, that, that um, I've not experienced before is the fact that somehow they have really managed to keep and build an amazing community, not just in one office, uh, but all three, and, and, and really join them up. So much so, I mean, they, they do it through obviously a number of events, uh, weekly events, um, also. Um, through things like they have a movie, I think every two to three weeks they have movie nights uh, where they do it at one of the offices where everyone goes there. Um, also investor nights um, if, you, if you're interested in portfolio investment. Um, and even just, you know, the, the, the fun stuff. Uh, like we had there was a Halloween party where even I was lucky enough to meet um, someone that works for us at View, an amazing UX, uh, UX guru. Um, and this is through one of their events. And I think this is the, 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 the kind of the community vibe driven by their community managers and, 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 and the management team uh, is really a, a huge differentiator. And for, for someone that isn't Maltese and has come to, um, say, a foreign island uh, as a foreigner, um, it's, been, it's been amazing. And I, I, I wish I'd um, kind of gone to work from, from a Soho office before because it's really helped me build my professional network and... Uh, and just giving me a, some sounding boards, really, um, which as, a, as a business owner you need. Um, that's not to mention on their, in, the new of, in their new office on the Strand, uh, which is uh, obviously in Malta, guys, so I'm talking about Malta. Um, their, new, their new office, which is, has four floors, there is a beautiful new roof terrace, which um, now, well, once I can, of course, um, I will be on that terrace on uh, most Friday Afternoons, burning my uh, my beautiful new bald head, um, and I believe from next summer there's going to be pools. Now, now I must remind, there will be a pool sorry on the roof, um, along with a bar that's already in place. Now I must remind you, this is for members only, so there's no no riffraff off the street. So guys, if you want to get if you uh, want to experience the beautiful views across the the bay at Taj Beach, or even enjoy the pool, or just join some of us at the bar for a couple of drinks 
um, then please do go to so uh, malta.com even ah. um, forward slash dosed so that's www.sohomalta.com forward slash dosed um, for an inquiry and um, hopefully I'll see you in there so if we have any listeners left on today's show uh, we have a good friend of ours Roman I'm, I'm going to get his surname wrong uh, Roman Zaharadnik um, who will be uh, guiding us through the struggles of a guy in his mid-twenties suffering from a severe autoimmune disease which crippled him for years with no relent when using prescribed medication until he found a natural healer who took him off piste in every sense of the word. So, Stephen, hey man, how are things? It's been a yeah, long it's time. Been ages. What's going on? So, um, so much. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm really excited to be doing this. Yeah. Honest. Um, first time we're doing something like this, but uh, hopefully we'll we'll enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. So what's been going on with you? I've not seen you since, when, what is it, since August? Yeah, what have you been up to? Um, I left the job, I got a nice redundancy package. Sweet. I traveled around a bit. Bola. I got sunburnt a little bit. <laughs> um, and I've been just chilling, reading, and enjoying life. And recently I picked up a job, um, and it's pretty intense. So we can go through some more discussions on that soon. Um, pretty much waking Quite up. stressful, is it? Yes. I'm waking <laughs> up, doing mindfulness, oh, yoga, wow. and I'll try and squeeze in a gym session. All before work? Yeah, Jesus. but it, okay. it hasn't been so successful because <laughs> it's a lot of stuff you chime just in. Just working up fried. Yeah, yeah. But um, all great techniques. I hit the gym yesterday and I just felt A1 again. So oh, really? really want to keep it up. Um, I'm doing a dry January, so I'm how, often, how often do you go into the do you go to the gym normally? Uh, I haven't been so good over the last while, but generally the idea would be four days a week. Four days a week, yeah, geez. yeah. When I try and cut body fat, I try and hit it six days a week, but that's just not going to work at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's just not happening. Um, Unless this you week has been stripogram or something. I think I've hit it. I'll hit it today, and then I'll go tomorrow. So I'll hit it four days this week. Oh, really? Okay. Just about. Just about making it in. And how long is each session? Only about 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Depending on how busy it gets, I had to go to the gym owners yesterday and say, when's the quietest time to come in here? Because everyone's just racing into the gym. Oh, uh, really? New okay. year, new me. Uh, <laughs> of course. So. It'll die off by February. Everyone will be back on the booze. So, yeah. Yeah. But it's a great time to, to cleanse and save money from all these Christmas presents and, and everything that we're all, you know. Um, yeah, I was going, I'm just going mental at Christmas, I can't help it. How are you? Good, yeah, really good. Um, a few things have been going on. Um, so I'm doing dry jam for the first time ever. Because um, I normally do September, because I just stupidly go a bit crazy over the summer, which is quite easy to do in, in a beautiful island like Malta. Um, but yeah, January, it's the first time I'm doing a dry jam, and I, I honestly feel, feel brilliant. Um, despite having, waking up with a bit of a a sniffle trying to get me, so I've, I've been down to um, uh, Dr. Juice, the juice store, and um, got myself a couple of ginger shots. Basically, I felt like I needed to deep throat a ginger root to be able to get rid of this. Uh... <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, everything that, and I feel obviously really, really good, and I've 
Um, my mum got really sick. My mum had, had a massive stroke actually in November, which uh, had a huge impact on the family. Um, and obviously with her living in the UK, um, had a bit of stress for, to everyone, especially if she's like the boss of the family. So it's, uh, it's quite, it's a bit, bit harrowing to see when, when, you, when the boss is, is unable to speak and doesn't have a feeling on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. Um, so that had a bit of an impact to everyone, but on the, on the plus side, it's really it's been really nice because it's meant that you know, I went and spent uh, Christmas with my dad, me and my dad, um, which I haven't done in ages. Actually, I think when we cooked Christmas dinner, it was the first time we'd ever cooked Christmas dinner together. So, you know, uh, all these kind of negative things, there's, there's always a quite nice Positive. spin. Yeah, the nice spin that's come out of it, um, which has been really good. And also, I'm building, um, which I'll probably be talking about all the time throughout this whole podcast, um, building this uh, new mobile app, which is a mobile booking platform for um, everything related to uh, alternative fitness, wellness, and education. Um, and basically what we're trying to do is just offer, make everything that is alternative, whether it be related to therapy, whether it be related to um, things like yoga, to Pilates, to even Muay boxing, even um, things like um, cooking with a vegan chef or learning how to cook the vegan chef way or um, uh, even windsurfing. Uh, we're going to have on there. So we're just trying to basically make all these things accessible to everyone. I'm down for some of that. Yes, it's good. It's good. And we kind of want to educate, really, because I think um, where meditation, everyone really poo-poos it a little bit because they think, okay, well, you're just going to be this hippie guy, hippie person that sits in a sits in a room and hums to themselves. Where, where I think what we were trying to make people aware of, or at least bring to front of mind, is that. Um, meditation doesn't have to be sitting, sitting, being quiet somewhere. You can be, you know, for me personally, I, if I'm cooking, if I'm spending two hours cooking, I'm just so focused on that process mm-hmm. that I shut the re- any concerns or any any troubles I'm having in the rest of the outside world. I've totally forgotten because I'm just all about like making sure this this amazing meal looks great on the plate, but all the processes and the flavors are involved mm-hmm. uh, are important as well. So um, it's just kind of a highlighting things like that um, to, to everyone. And, Keeps you um, in the moment. Yeah, big time. So um, that's the kind of uh, what we're trying to do, I guess, with that. It's good. Um, so yeah, we're pretty busy at the moment. Um, but again, not drinking in January really helps because I can wake up with a spring in my step. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's all good. It's all good, really. That sounds great. And, I'm, 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 and also, obviously, we've got, today we've got uh, Roman coming on, um, which I'm really... Also, I've known Roman uh, for a while. Um, really, it's quite interesting how we met, actually. Um, and he's been on a bit of a journey himself, um, and he's kind of come out the other side, and he's got some really kind of cool stuff he's, he's, he's going to be doing. So, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to kind of digging, in, digging into some of the experiences he's been through so far, <clears throat> whether it be sh- shamanic or, or you know, what, all the all the wonders uh, he's enjoyed in the jungle in Peru that have helped him through um, some of the things, some of the battles he's had to, that he's been up against, really. So, yeah. Roman, come in. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Jamie. Hi, Stephen. It's hi. good to be here. Cool. So, so how are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really, really good actually. Um, that's like kind of psyched that um, we can bring you on for our first episode. Um, and yeah, just enjoying. Uh, I don't know, just enjoying the whole setup really. Actually, Quite, yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's, it's good fun. Yeah, it? it looks nice. <laughs> we'll take some pictures of the share everyone. Share our YouTube channel. Um, so 
Yeah, I guess it'll be good. So how, how's your, obviously with January, so how's your year going so far? What have you been up to? Yeah, very nice. Uh, after two weeks, I'm heading back to Peru. Oh, really? Okay, and where are you from originally? I'm from Slovakia. Okay, and, and how long have you been, been in Malta? Uh, in Malta, I'm, I'm here. In three days, it will be exactly one year. Oh, really? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, nice. It's still fairly new then. Yeah. And um, what, what, what made the, you... Malta feels nice. Ah, uh, yeah. It's <coughs> Malta's very much in my heart. I've been here over three years now. How long have you been here? Almost two from February. So we're getting there. Yeah, Time flies here. I know, it's unbelievable. I was, I was, when I was flying in from London this week, I was like, I can't believe I've been here for more than three years. Where's that time gone? It's just unbelievable. So, okay, that's cool. And what was it? Why did you up sticks? Well, why did you come to Malta in the first place? Yeah, everyone generally has a story for this. I went working abroad because I needed money for treatment. Mm. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that either. Wow, okay. And Malta was the, the ideal spot to do that? Well, I searched the positions and yeah, I found a very nice position here in Malta that pays, so that's why I'm here. Nice, okay, cool. Um, try and make sure you get a bit closer to the mic as well, just so. Okay, yeah. perfect. Is it better? Yeah, that's good. Um, so, I guess we should probably delve into them, really. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, just kind of framing it, so um, obviously you've you've got, you're still with this auto this autoimmune disease. Um, yes, I do. Yeah, so um, I guess it would be good to understand what that is um, and how, you know, how long you've had that um, and uh, the struggles you've been been through, I guess, from a, from a physical and a mental point of view. Um, and, and I guess your story, really, you know, how you got to, because walking in here, you seem... You seem fitter than Stephen, so um, so obviously there's there's something that's happened, um, uh, I don't know, over a period of time that's allowed you to, to get to this state. So, be good to good to kind of delve into that, really. Mm -hmm. So, when I had uh, ten years, when I was ten years old, I started to have uh, inflamed joints. Okay. So uh, I was going from doctor to doctor. And they really didn't know like what is happening with me. How, how did you know you had inflamed joints? Uh, it started to hurt. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it started in my uh, finger on the uh, on the right leg, on right foot. Oh, so your your toe. Yes. So yeah, yeah, on your right foot, your right toe. Okay. And no, no not the toe. Uh, no. uh, it's in the finger. Toe. Toe. I have the same. <laughs> the same discussion with my girlfriend. She always calls her toes fingers. Oh, I see. Are you talking about your hands? Or are you talking about your feet? No, about my feet. There you go. Toes. Yeah, I apologise. <laughs> English is my second language. No, no, it's funny. It's the oh, same. Really? I have the same thing with Kim. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so your right toe. And uh, as a ten-year-old, obviously, what would immediately, uh, what would make you think, okay, it's it's it's, in, it's my joints are inflamed because. Ten-year-olds are constantly growing, right? So, what what brought what brought you to that conclusion? Yeah, well, uh, they they thought that it's just uh, something that I uh, from too much uh, sport or something. Yeah. But after a month, it did, uh, did not stop. So, uh, I went from the doctor to doctor, and they were like just guessing what what is it. Mm. And then I went to a specialist that uh, diagnosed me a disease called juvenile idiopathic arthritis wow, which is okay. juvenile that I got it as a young uh, as a minor mm -hmm. uh, idiopathic that they really don't know what what caused it right 
Okay. And did they find that through a blood test? Or? Yeah, I had the inflammation markers right. in my blood. So, so what did that mean at that point? So, obviously you were diagnosed? With yeah, that? I got <coughs> prescribed. Uh, and, and what was it called again? I was going to write it down for my own. Juvenile. Juvenile. Yeah. Idiopathic. Idiopathic. Yes. Yeah. Arthritis. Arthritis, well, okay. And is, is that common for... I guess a juvenile, so I'd no, imagine it's not, it's common. not common. Okay. It's it's very common for old people, but not for a ten-year-old kid. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I got prescribed the medication, and so I asked the doctor, like, how long should I take this medication? And he was like, for life. Wow. So Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of didn't know like the, there is no cure for this disease at yeah, least the pharma in the Western well. society. So I was just eating uh, NSA IDs. Mm. NSA IDs? Yes. Also... What, what, what is that? Uh, Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory uh, Ah, drugs. okay, okay. Yeah, which... And then what effect? They, they work. They lower the inflammation, but you have to take them each day, two times, depending wow. on the pain. Depending <clears> on the and um, what effect does it have on your, on your body, on your, on your gut, on your guts, on, on everything? How, yeah, how, it what has is, uh, really side side detrimental side. effect on your digestive tract. Really? Okay. Actually, after using it for eight years, I started to have a real bad side effect. Uh, a lot of stomach pain, mm. a lot of dig uh, digestive problems. Well, because this is the thing, right, with um, <clears throat> medicine, because I'm always, um, so my girlfriend's a nurse, so we always have interesting debates about this, um, where I, I I see the value, of course, uh, of, of uh, modern medicine, um, but I also am, am aware of how much of a trial and error, um, uh, it's all trial and error, you know, there's no way that all doctors can know about everything, every remedy in the world, and it's, and it's impossible for them to know that. But for me, it always seems um, so, so easy to, to, to give people a sweeping diagnosis, to not yeah. really actually look at uh, the, the individual, the, you know, the things that affect that. But, and, and maybe that's down to time as well, they, yeah, they don't have the sure. time to do that. But I'm all, there is, there in you, so I personally I've been um, exploring and, and testing my own gut health over the last couple of years, and, I'm, and I, I realise how important your gut, gut health is. And, and, and antibiotics, mm -hmm. kids are given from a from a young age now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All all it, all it does is just wipes out all the the good bacteria in your in your gut, mm -hmm. you know, um, which which is is where all your health flourishes from. Basically, if you bad gut health then then you know everything else is going to suffer so that's interesting that that's um that's one of the side effects you know sorry just jumping in yeah. <laughs> yeah actually so like it's kind of weird like okay i was a child my brain was not developed enough to actually really realize what that means that uh, yeah. a person gets a sick sick forever till he mm. dies so yeah i was just living with that but the disease were, was gradually progressing, but uh, when I was older, around 17-18 years, I started to experiment with uh, a lot of alternative uh, ways, like for oh, example, yeah. veganism, mm -hmm. raw, raw food, juicing, fasting, mm -hmm. stuff like this. Yeah, and I got to this uh, point of the gut health also, mm -hmm. I was trying to improve it with raw food. Okay. And 
And how did how did the <clears throat> so obviously there's different different um, techniques there or there's different uh, processes. Was there anyone in particular that was that was better than the other, or, or would it just be a bit of a roller coaster? Well, I felt like for a good time uh, I f I felt good on a juicing period, mm -hmm. but it's not very practical because one has to have a juice each two hours. Oh, yeah. Wow, so okay. it's it's a good for detox, yeah. but not good for real life. Yeah. And is it vegetable juice or just anything? Anything. So you like you can juice a roast. Yeah, mostly carrot, apples. Wow. Oh really? Okay, wow. Because then, because when you juice things, especially fruit, obviously, it's then turns into sugar. So how good is that for you? Yeah, but uh, I didn't felt like really bad. Actually. Oh really? Okay. So okay, fair enough. It's probably like a short term. Yes. Relief. Yes, exactly. And, and you were still taking the medication on the side, uh, at the same time, parallel to this? Uh, no, I was trying to stop it totally. Oh, nice. Because okay. when <clears throat> a person is suffering from the side effects from the medication, mm. like, okay, one, one pain gets uh, lowered, but the other will get uh, worse, so... Yeah, and all doctors are probably warning you against anything but taking these prescription pills, right? Well, they were giving me like these general advices, like don't drink, don't smoke, yeah, yeah. go out more often. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, the general practitioner will tell this to everyone. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Okay. Um, so, okay. So then, so then uh, again, around the uh, around seventeen, eighteen, that's when you began looking outside of the of the norm, uh, looking at alternative ways yeah, I of, was... of, of of trying to recover from this. Yeah, because like. I wanted to break free totally, mm -hmm. like uh, to get healthy. Yeah, one hundred. <clears throat> and how? Uh, so at this age, how? Just I'm trying to visualize what you what you were like. So uh, could you go for a run? How? How bad was it at this point? Uh, you know what? What would you struggle to do? Seventeen, eighteen years. Mm -hmm. It was not so bad. Okay. Like I could do a normal life. I could uh, do an exercises and stuff. Okay. Okay. So it was manageable at that point? Yes, I would say so. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I got to the university, uh, it, or even like half a year before, it started to get really bad. Like it started to spread into other joints and the pain was starting to get really rough. So like sometimes I was so stiff in the morning that I just didn't go to school. Oh, okay. Because like I could not. Okay, so just the pain of moving ultimately yeah, at that point. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and how often would that happen? Mm, the stiffness. Mm. Well, after after a while, like it was all all of the time. Wow, Jesus! Just constantly progressed. <clears throat> yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, do you think that's because you came off the medication, or just because the disease got worse? Uh, well, the disease was getting worse even when I was in the on the medication. Oh, I see. Okay, so you were just because yeah, there are some medication that is supposed to slow the progress mm -hmm. but not to stop it yeah, yeah, yeah. because the medication is tailored to uh, to heal the symptoms not mm. the cause yeah of course so if the root is there it will still spread yeah wow okay and then um that must have been tough and if you're kind of like being stiff all the time especially you know uh, <clears throat> 18 to 20 year old lad um, 
you know, our hormones are, are yeah, raging at that point. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to do a lot of sports and then I, like, I felt best when I was not moving yeah, at okay. all. Yeah, okay, wow. So that, that must have been difficult on any, any types of relationships, with regards to friendship or even girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever. You know, did, did that, yeah. could that have a hampering effect on that? Because you just physically weren't able? Yeah, exactly. Like, my social life was not very good because mm -hmm. I didn't feel like to go out. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't feel like to, to do anything, essentially. Yeah. And also, like, before that, I went to some uh, uh, healing, like, official healing retreats. Okay. And where where the people uh, that has uh, this arthritis problem, mm -hmm. where they're like whole, uh, all of from from all of the age groups. Yeah. So when I see the old people. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so yeah. your so your homies at that at that point were like eighty year old guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, eighty year old guys on wheelchairs and a lot of deformations that uh -huh. could not even like eat. Properly. Oh, really? oh wow! Okay. So, so yeah. So when I saw that, and I was thinking like that so you will be me. the severity. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was like a huge punch in the face psychologically. Yeah. Okay. I can imagine. Wow. That must have then. So being ultimately cut off from from the outside world to a degree, that must have had a probably a detrimental effect on your your psyche in terms of uh, your emotions. I mean, how how did that how did how did you get through that? How did how did you feel firstly, mm -hmm. and then how were you able to? Uh, what what sparked what? You see in, in the press at the moment, obviously a lot of people suffer from depression, all these things. How is that something you experienced, and and how were you able to, if so or not? I mean, how, how were you able to kind of keep your spirits high? Mm -hmm. So when I when I progressed uh, uh, in the university. It was my bachelor's. At the end of bachelor's, I, I required a walking stick, actually, oh. to totally get around. Mm -hmm. Like, to go by myself, like, one or two kilometer, kilometer, it took me, like, 45 minutes. Wow, so, this is, okay. Yeah, because, because of the pain. Yeah, okay. So, the pain was really crippling. Mm. So, yeah, it was... Uh, this feeling like my body is uh, creating a prison for me. Mm. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> it was uh, really hard psychologically because, like the chronic pain, it's not easy to live with. Mm -hmm. So I was starting to contemplate, like how how can I escape from this situation? Of course. And the, I I will not uh, lie to you. The suicide was one of them. Jeez. Okay. And. I guess that that's probably the lowest point, right? When when you when you're considering those kind of thoughts, that's when it's uh, yeah. That's I, when you think there's no way out. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah, and the funny thing, like around the time, I was living in the college in Czech Republic, and there was a guy, my friend, who offered me a magic mushrooms. Mm -hmm. oh. and I was like, I didn't have any experience before because yeah. in Slovakia it's illegal. Okay. So, but in Czech Republic the legislation is is really soft on this. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So, I was like, fuck it, let's Why let's not? do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got to lose. Yes. And so, to talk us through your first trip. Oof, oh, it was like. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, 
like I was really nervous because like all my, my whole life like people telling me like don't do drugs you will die they will uh, destroy your life yeah well that's the common yeah so I was the common first, smear first I did like so much research on the internet mm -hmm. like how how will I die? How I will yeah. get? Like, <laughs> what is the Am I going to jump out of a window? Yeah, what are the worst possible outcomes that can happen? Yeah, and like I found like researches where where the psilocybin, which is an active part of the magic mushroom, was mm -hmm. used in treating depression. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've, I've actually published something um, similar recently. It was in the Guardian. Uh -huh. Or um, or that uh, psilocybin is promoting the brain growth. Yeah, and I was like. Holy shit! Is this supposed to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what the, the you know we're told, aren't we? Yeah. Um, it's all it's all it's interesting why why that's all, all this information is being kept from us. Yeah. So I just so myself like, what have I get to lose? So mm -hmm. I just tried on in the college dorm. So I was alone in the room, in the dark, just listening to music. Okay. And then all, all of a sudden everything started to move. Really? Wow, okay. And it feels nice. Mm. I, it was, I got to my headspace and I was really thinking about my whole situation. And yeah, I felt like I felt immediately better. Yeah. I would say like this, this body high helped me. I didn't feel so much pain. Mm. And yeah, it started to think that uh, maybe this is the way because like the next morning I feel much better I could walk normally really just wow. like yeah. that <clears throat> yeah this was just like that, crazy really? yeah so like yeah of course the pain was there yeah but it was much better yeah okay is that is that because your your mind so <clears throat> something I was talking to someone about this yesterday about how um, now obviously giving um, prescribing mushrooms to uh, patients that, that suffer from severe depression um, is, is now starting to happen purely because it rewires like people that are severely depressed have almost forgotten how to be happy um, so you have to then <clears throat> it's obviously the psilocybin right mm. am I saying it right psilocybin 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 there you go okay someone's um, but how it re um, it reminds people how to be happy again because it, it, it obviously it releases endorphins right into your brain I would assume or is that MDMA? I think it's <laughs> the other drug. It's a serotonin based. It was, okay, but I think the serotonin levels so it locks into the uh, receptors. Yeah, exactly. That and used for uh, that are used for serotonin because it has a similar molecular structure. Yeah, I did my research, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least someone did. It's good. Um, but then, how that ultimately then the person is happy in that state, and then your memory th then the next day you remember how to be happy again, and that's the whole that's the whole reason yeah. that's the reasoning because behind. Because I would say, like, if you if you have if you are in deep trouble. Mm -hmm your mind tends to stick in a loop yeah and like i would say like these uh, compounds help you to break out of this loop yeah and like uh, let you see like hey there's another way yeah nice yeah i was also then i was uh, meditating a lot and i felt like it was this feeling because like 
I felt always very stiff. Mm -hmm. And like I felt during the meditation that oh, you, you want some water, that sorry. my that my body is getting like I would say unshackled. Oh really? It. Okay. So that was a really nice experience. And so after that night I was like thinking that I will have so much hangover and stuff. But, <laughs> of course, like a come down. But course, nothing yeah. happened. Really? Oh wow. But I felt better actually than before. So that's why I was like thinking that I should invest more time mm. uh, dealing with this stuff because it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And also with meditation, then I found uh, another research of lowering the inflammation with meditation. Okay, and how, how, what type of meditation and how are you doing that? The meditation? Yeah, so what type of meditation yeah, are you well, doing to enable that? <clears throat> It was like the separation where you're visualizing the your joints and and trying to no, first eradicate pain or how you how you trying the passive meditation when I was just not thinking about anything mm -hmm. and just just was letting the time flow. Mm -hmm. But then I uh, found some uh, active meditations that were used. Uh, where the imagination was involved, the imagination of the light, and you were imagining that this light is uh, flowing through your body, mm -hmm. or, or you know, uh, was in the space around you and stuff like this, and it really worked. Uh, like, I'm not sure what is the base, like how this works, mm -hmm. but it works. Yeah, it sounds like people talk about this stuff usually like it's a mental procedure. You know, they'll do mindfulness to clear up their mind, but this helps your body too. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, try to imagine that you're eating a lemon and your saliva starts to release. So, if you're imagining that you are bathing in light, it has an effect because our subconscious doesn't know what is the reality and what is the imagination. Wow. Because after all, like what we perceive it as a reality is just electrical signal in our brains. Yeah. So I would say like this is some kind of biohacking into our biological system. Yeah. And yeah. like pushing certain buttons that are there to to for example speed up the regeneration. <clears throat> You've had some um Sorry if your mum's listening, but you've had some uh, experiences with, with mushrooms and you've got some views on that as well, right? So how, yeah. Have, well, you, have you seen any, whether you or some of your friends, have you seen some uh, kind of medical improvements or, or just uh, psychological improvements? Nothing, um, nothing as big as this, mm -hmm. you know, um, but there is a bunch of research coming out um, where, you know, obviously they're going to be trying this for the people with, who are suffering from depression. I think in Oregon they're trying to legalize psilocybin. I don't know if you've heard about that, but they're, they're pushing to um, at least have it in, in medical sessions. So it's slowly coming along, but you know, we're kind of all scratching our heads. You know, uh, well, at least people who are looking into this stuff online. Why wasn't this available before? Yeah. You know, um, why are we being fed these prescription drugs with crazy side effects. Pharmaceuticals! <laughs> not all against them, and I know there's a lot of bureaucracy involved, uh, just my little disclaimer there, but yeah. you know, if there is easier cures, like 
potentially psilocybin under you know medical studies and, and have doctors involved doing these clinical trials I mean you know it's, it's better than feeding people you know these prescription pills with drastic side effects so I, I think I've that's, never, that's I've never come across something <coughs> as powerful as this especially when it comes to psilocybin well I would not say like it was a magic bullet but it helped me psychologically and physically so it helped me to press on I guess so. Then at that point, it's kind of uncovered a. Um, that's fine. Um, uncover. I guess it opened your opened Pandora's box to to a degree because then you then you were aware that maybe there are alternative remedies out there that um, will affect your body and your mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It opened my psychology, I would say. Okay. So I started uh, to research some more. Found these uh, techniques with the light. Mm -hmm and found the guy who was teaching them in Czech Republic and through that guy I suddenly uh, find out that there are uh, traditional systems of healers that are using psychedelic drugs mm -hmm. to heal people and to to treat uh, diseases like this. Well, nice. Okay, so fast forward. <clears throat> um, so you left university um, uh, on potentially a different path than, than what you went in with regards to your disease. How is it how how did it progress from Yeah, from it, I was still in the university when I uh, went uh, first time to Peru. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Okay. <clears throat> so, so it so, was so rewind a little bit then. So how did you, where did Peru where, where did that start? I mean Yeah, when uh, when I found out that there these people. Oh, healers. Oh, yeah, these okay. These healers that use psychedelic plants. I to see. People. Okay. So, you know, I was trained these alternative healers in Slovakia and Czech Republic, but I, I would say like they did not really work. They were like some people that just prescribe you some uh, some supplements, oh, and that really? was okay. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So give you some turmeric. Give you a couple of Earl Grey. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah, I didn't really uh, saw the way in that, but I felt that there is something about this also because of my experience, uh, my previous experience with the magic mushrooms. Mm -hmm. So I told myself, why not? Why not? Why yeah. not try it? Okay. Uh, I found. It's a long way to go, though. <coughs> um, how did you? Um, so what they, what the healers called in Peru? They called they, they is a shaman, is it? There. What? Well, uh, in mainstream, yeah. they're called shamans. Okay. Uh, but usually they call themselves curanderos. Granderos. Curanderos. Curanderos. Okay. Yeah, it's well, that's cool. See, everyone's getting the load on that. <laughs> curanderos. What did your parents think? Yeah, well, this was funny thing. Like, after the first psychedelic session with my mushrooms, I told myself, like, let's do this every weekend and wow. see what is the progress. So I was doing it, just meditating, releasing the emotions each weekend, and I got progressively better. Mm -hmm. And when I was visiting my parents in Slovakia, they were like, "Wow, you are so much better! What what were you doing?" <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was, I I didn't want to to lie to them, so I just told them like, "Yeah, I'm experimenting with psychedelic drugs." And they were like, "What?" <laughs> so you didn't you didn't offer to make her some mushrooms on toast for breakfast. No, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, so they were very concerned about my well-being. I'm sure, of course. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Slovakia very? <clears throat> is it a liberal country or no? Very, it's not. It's okay. totally conservative. Conservative. Yeah. Okay. Like if I would be taking uh, magic mushrooms there, I would be a criminal. Yeah. Right, okay. But we were living uh, very near to the border, so if I would just go 20 kilometers next, ah, okay. then I would yeah. be just like normal guy that is just yeah. curious. And we're not promoting to do mushrooms on the island of Malta either, just in case the police are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Off island, it's up to you, but... It's for informational purposes only. <laughs> yeah, so... So, okay, so your parents were like, okay, when you said Okay, I'm, I'm, I've been doing these, these mushrooms. Or yeah, I've been I, I told him every, uh, told them everything, and I told them, yeah, this is there is a possibility to go to Peru mm -hmm. to try it because there were some uh, some trips, like official trips for Europeans, that you can go there for two two weeks and like check it out, like to have an experience, mm -hmm. to have a positive experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you um, obviously? Uh, I've heard before that <coughs> I, don't, I don't know whether it's related to this, but you know there, there can be schemes set up like this, and you get sent out to Peru, and then you get harvested for your organs. How did you know you weren't um, being <laughs> drafted? Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's probably that severe, but because uh, my girlfriend's from Peru, <laughs> shout out to Peru, it's a fantastic country by the way. But there is certain situations I'd like to ask you about where, especially Peruvians would say, shamans could be abusive. Um, I think there was a few allegations where women were raped, but they might have been, I guess. How can you tell an official shaman from an unofficial shaman? Yeah, this was another problem that I was dealing with. Because I really, like, okay, I knew that, that there are healers, but there is no regulation. Yeah. So, how do I find a good one? I went through all of the documentaries about uh, the alternative healing in Peru about the curanderismo and yeah they were like there are a million people and they they are you you, you as a normal European you don't really know like yeah. who is the healer and who is not if they come and say like I'm the healer yeah yeah that's true yeah wow so yeah <coughs> even in in Europe there were some problems that these uh, Quote unquote healers came here and had the sex on the ceremonies with yeah. with women. So yeah, it's mm. like it's a dangerous uh, business, I would say. Yeah. To to get into. So you need, but, how did you? So obviously you did a fair amount of research. So how yeah, how because you, it's not like you can go on a trip trip advisor and go okay the shaman's got um, sixteen good reviews. How how, <laughs> how can you? Um, determine, you know, a good one from a bad one, you, you must have had to go through that process yourself. Yeah, like, the trip I was planning to go into, I already uh, knew some people who went there and who had no problems with okay. it. Mm -hmm. So, that's why yeah, I okay, wanted, great. To, wanted to try. It's like a word of mouth thing at other events, you probably met people there, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess forms as well are, are useful when I can't see shamans really being well, maybe they are now these days, being that technological where they're on form saying, this guy's the best, but he could be, you know, up to other schemes. Yeah. But I think generally if, if you just keep an eye out for these things, you should be fine, generally speaking. I've been down there a few times. I haven't done any of 
uh, the ceremony type things, but I've went down there for tourism. And yeah. It, it's been fine. <laughs> yeah, not yet. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, and so when you got to Peru, obviously I'm just thinking, obviously very difficult for you to walk <clears throat> at this point. So how, um, is it in a jungle? Like what, what, where was? Yeah, it was, well, the trip was designed for Europeans. Okay. So we were essentially like traveling on the bus all the time. Oh, I see. So okay. first we went to Andes and worked with the psychedelic cactus and with the Andeans uh, healers. Mm -hmm. Is that pay peyote? The, the peyote, San, Pedro. Uh, San Pedro. Oh, yeah. San Pedro peyote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we went to the jungle mm -hmm. uh, where we were. Like it was not like totally in the jungle, but it was like a tourist resort. Oh, I see. Okay. So there was a certain kind of <coughs> comfort, I would say. So okay. that's why I, w I was able to survive this. Trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there we we were uh, working with ayahuasca. Wow. Okay. Mm. And did for those that are, sorry, did you do the diet, the ayahuasca diet? Before? No, it was only around six ceremonies in a week. And for those that have never been through ayahuasca or maybe don't even know what it is, can you what, explain yeah. what explain your explain the, the the time period and what, what you actually went through? Mm -hmm. So ayahuasca is a tea that uh, the healers use for healing. It's uh, made from two plants, uh, mimosa hostilis and Manisterium siscapi. It's like a wine and a bush, I would say. A wine uh, have an active ingredient called harmaline or and M monoxidase inhibitor and uh, the second one uh, the bush called also chakruna in their native language uh, they it has a active ingredient called DMT in its leaves oh, yeah. and so when you when you mix uh, this monoxidase inhibitor and DMT together then the DMT becomes active uh, through the stomach, so you can drink it. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise the DMT gets broken with your digestive juices. I see. So if Because <coughs> DMT you normally smoke, right? I... There's the synthetic form of DMT where you smoke it in about 15 minutes and you go to... Oh, go I to see. Mars. I you see. go to hell, you know, heaven or hell and back. <laughs> yeah. But the ayahuasca ceremony is, is I guess, the... The natural form where it's a yeah i would say like days. it has a long tradition there yeah already so yeah uh, i would say like it's the it's the like most natural thing you can i guess find. yeah and then was that over a course of three four days or uh, how long was that that period when we were there yeah yeah oh. it was we were there seven days i think seven and days. we were we had this ayahuasca ceremony six times. Six times, wow. wow. So, yeah, so it was pretty cramped together because we were there only for two weeks. So it was just like... So what happened in that? So so <clears throat> when you're in these ceremonies, and imagine you're getting deeper and deeper with each ceremony. So what what, what were you experiencing? What were you seeing? What were you, what were you feeling? Mm -hmm. so, so I can walk you through the ceremony process. Mm -hmm. Like before the ceremony, you have to... Uh, you have to follow certain diet because uh, some of some of the types of food are not are dangerous when or medications are dangerous when combined with monoxidase inhibitors. Okay, such like, as 
such as foods very high in tyramine. It's a uh, amino acid that yeah, okay. acidic maybe or something. Acidic foods. Uh, I I think acidic food like grapefruits, for example, or lemons, lower the effects. Mm. It's a strange diet. I remember when I was in Iquitos, all the restaurants there had the ayahuasca diet. They do oh really? Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. Okay. You sh you are restricted from eating pork. Like, I would say like okay food is uh, chicken with rice. Yeah. No spicy food. Plain. Yeah. No spice. Wow. Yes. Okay. Because uh, there, like spice is not. Uh, very viable because of a certain aspect of the ceremony, which is purge, called purge. So, but I I will get to it after. Sure, after sure. No, cool. Yeah. So uh, and also like the less strong tastes you have before, the better your consciousness. I would say it is prepared mm -hmm. because you are not so uh, fixed on the on the material world reality mm -hmm. because it grounds you okay, yeah, of course yeah. makes sense yeah also like it's better not to like watch a lot of movies play a lot of games yeah. just you know just to slow down and yeah. yeah think about yourself so you are really prepared like your your subconscious should be relatively empty before sure so you're <coughs> um, you're reducing the amount of stimulant yes activity yes exactly okay well your, said. Your one was specifically like, I'm assuming it was like, a, it was a whole treatment to do it six times. I know people would go down there and just do one ceremony, let's say. Yeah, well, if you do just one ceremony, it's like the healing doesn't go too deep, I would say. Yeah. So maybe, it just like... Maybe people, I guess people would go for different reasons. You know, yeah, if you want to just try and prick yeah. about your friends people about have, it. Then. Yeah, people say, you know, I know people who went down there and it, they would do one ceremony and maybe they would fix some trauma that they might have had when they were younger. Just tends to, to help them mentally. Mm -hmm. But nothing on I haven't heard anything from from as severe as your case. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. So then like the ceremony starts or usually they're uh, performed in small huts called called malokas there. It's a traditional uh, hut where the people uh, like lay the circle, like the healer is in the middle, mm -hmm. and it usually starts that the healer will pour you the liquid. It's usually it's about one shot. So like they put you this shot. First they start to sing to it because by the singing they are programming the ayahuasca to do the thing. They sing to the shot. Yes. Okay. So this is like they are charging it with energy or with the intention that what do you want to achieve? Like before that, you can you can like speak to them like okay, I have this problem, I want to solve that problem mm -hmm. or whatever like waits in your heart. Mm -hmm. So they fill the shot with the intention and give it to you like to drink. Mm -hmm. Like me personally, I always have to prepare for that because. The taste is horrible. Oh, I thought you were going to say you don't like shots. Shot, <laughs> <laughs> shot. Sure, sure. um, okay, so what, what is it? Uh, I, I can't imagine it would taste nice. Is it just a very planty 
flavor or what's the... Uh... It's a very strong flavor. Okay. And I don't really know how to describe it, but it, like your whole body doesn't want it. Oh really? Wow. I would say. Okay. So this is one of the reasons why it cannot be abused. Mm. Because you cannot really drink it every day. Okay. Because then you would just, you just think of it and your body just say Shows. like, no, no, really? I don't want wow. it. Anymore. So interesting. Okay. <laughs> Yes, it's very acidic, I would say, and it weighs a lot, like in your stomach. Your stomach feels really heavy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so after you drink it, you just go into your place, usually it's uh, you're lying there. Mm. So when the effect starts around, I would say, 15 or 10, depending if you ate before or not. But there are oh, maybe 15 to minutes to one hour. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's there, you know, this harmaline, it makes your body uh, a little bit heavy because it, uh, it I'm not, paralyzes you. Mm -hmm. But not, not so much, okay. but it's like. The feeling is like, yeah, I would like to lie down and just yeah, okay, just you lie. control. <clears throat> yeah. uh, well, it depends. Like uh, me personally, I always had control. Really? Okay. But like, it's very slight paralysis. Okay. Like, of course, if you would drink like half a liter, then I would, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say you would go to the coma or whatever. But yeah. that's that's why the healer is there and he can see. Like, it always starts with very small dose. Okay. And he sees like if if you can uh, if you're able to withstand more or less. So yeah, and then it starts and like even the visual starts uh, to come. I would say like you start to see faces or like I would say you start to see the energy mm -hmm. and this energy gets translated by your neural networks mm -hmm. as for example, face. Because like our uh, brains are rooted in a certain way. Mm -hmm. So for example, for example, we started here as a monkeys and like these monkeys, like the natural predator was, who was snakes. So like we, our brains are built to perceive, for example, sharp teeth as a danger. So if you, for example, have like very bad energy in you yourself, then you can see, like in that part, if you like, like watching it with your inner eye mm -hmm. or inner sight, then you can perceive, like for example, some ugly face or some face with sharp teeth. Mm -hmm. So that I would say, like from me personally, from my experiences, that that's not like a bad spirit or whatever, but it's like an energy that is detrimental to your health or that mm. that significates a danger wow. to you. Okay. So. So yeah, you you start to see something like yeah. this. Mm. <laughs> Gives you signs. Yeah, uh, and also like, uh, well, I would first like I would say I would like to say like there were people that didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. Like I I had uh, maybe because uh, my previous psychedelic use and previous meditation mm -hmm. uh, practice that my inner side or the the parts of my brain that were responsible for translating these energies into the 
something that I could perceive as an image, mm -hmm. were much stronger than mm -hmm. others because of my past. Yeah. So yeah, and it was like only starting, but very interesting part is that these healers they don't have to touch you or something they just sit next to you and they just start to sing mm -hmm. and when they are singing mm -hmm. these things uh, they're called these songs they're called Icaros mm -hmm. and the, this this Icaro it's I would say a special technology that they created to to actually heal or move the energy is that to do with frequency <clears throat> so are they are they singing in a particular frequency because I know frequency has such a, an impact on on people yeah, individuals it is. and it DNA. Is, I would say okay. Like so, are they chanting? What's the what's an e, is it e caro? Is it e caro? E, yes. Okay. Um, what's can you can you can you give us a tune? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, well, I I don't know any caros because the okay. caros are taught uh, by the plants itself. Wow. So okay. if you want to know a Nicaro, you have to go under a certain shamanic diet mm -hmm. and in your dreams the plants comes and will teach you how to sing. That's so trippy. <laughs> 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 Headblown. Mind blown even. Yeah, I would say like, yeah, if if there is uh, a European that never listened to this or <laughs> never heard of it, it must be like, yeah, yeah that's, you need, you need that's to, bollocks with. You need to try something like first to think of this stuff. Yeah, but I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Wow, okay. Weird question. Do the shamans spit in your face? Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> They're, they're not spitting like per se, like uh, normal people would uh, would imagine it. Oh, now I'm turned off. I know, right? <laughs> no, yeah, but, I've seen it before. But yeah, I, uh, I forgot to mention this yeah, before the ceremony. Or when you drink the ayahuasca, you go to sit into your place and the shaman comes and uh, they have certain uh, flower essences. Mm -hmm. They are specially created for this ceremonial use. It's called, for example, Aqua de Florida, which is like uh, flower water in mm -hmm. English. Mm -hmm. So they also like charge this with the intention, put uh, put uh, it into their mouth, and just like spit it in, yeah. in, on you or you, on your head. I would say part of their ritual. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like just with saliva, like. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, no, that's reassuring. <laughs> yeah, so Lucky I'm not too much of a germaphobe, so, so, so. So I guess you did this for six days consecutively, right? Yeah. Yeah. And was it like? Can you explain? I guess was it after the first go? You're like, holy crap! Or did it kind of gradually change things? Or how did that process work? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, well, I well. Uh, yeah, when the shaman started to sing, when rewinding to the ceremony, mm -hmm. like when it when the effect starts and the shaman starts to sing, then like you can see uh, exactly like your space is filling or your space your inner space is filling with light. Mm -hmm. the, it was very similar that the meditation I was doing when I was in Czech Republic, but I didn't have to imagine it because the the healer was doing it for me. 
and it was much stronger because these guys go through a rigorous training period so like i was an amateur in in uh, europe so i was i didn't i really didn't know what i was doing but they were they were professionals i would say yeah so yeah immediately like this uh this light was uh, going into me like i could perceive very strongly all the physical sensations that the body started to change like there was biochemical changes you could uh, i could feel that really well and i could feel it to the point i threw up yeah but after oh. i threw up i felt so great and this is the perch like they are saying that this ayahuasca liquid, when uh, the shaman is singing, like he is moving this bad energy or some energy that is malevolent in our bodies that can uh, be perceived, for example, as a as this uh, face with uh, sharp teeth or just some some dirt in, on us in ourselves. It's just moving into the stomach, and it's either vomited out or or uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I didn't want to. I heard about that as well. Yeah, or you get the <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> and, like, so you either throw up or get diarrhea at that point. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. Woof. And like okay. uh, so the healer is uh, perceiving you, and if you like throwing up too much, then he stops singing and it stops. So okay. I, really I felt fast. yes, I felt like when he's singing, like the ayahuasca started to boil within me. Like, wow. like it. I don't know what is the dynamics, it's but like burning out the spirits. Yeah, mm, yeah. Wow. Ayahuasca listens to the sicaros yeah. very well. Mm. So, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, that you, was, you were in a. Were you in like a? Again, I'm just trying to visualize it. Were you in like some kind of tent thing? Or was it a hut? You said yeah, it was a hut. It was a hut. And you're you're individual, or were you with other people? Yeah, there were many more. <coughs> there was like twenty people. Wow. So if yeah, some of the people I, and three healers. So if half of them people are shitting themselves. No, two healers. Sorry. That's gonna. That's not yes, gonna, that's there not are gonna two, be fun. two uh, bathrooms. Oh, okay, okay. So always some someone was going yeah, there. Wow. Yeah, and uh, immediately when I was after this first decaro, I was like, yeah, so this is the way to go. I can feel it in my whole body that I'm getting better. And oh, really? Wow. Like, wow. like no. Straight away. Wow. Yes, there there was no uh, treatment in Europe like this. Yeah. So I was like, I have to, I have to come here again because yeah. this is so great. Jeez, wow. Yeah, and like the next day, like I didn't feel stiff at all. I had at pain, all. but the stiffness was not there. Okay. So I was like, yeah, so you this is that? much yeah. better for my body. I was tired, so tired because like it's not easy to That's go through the yeah. ceremony. Mm. It's an exhausting experience. Yes, yeah. yes. Because also like the detoxification process gets really sped up mm -hmm. so like we are trying to detox ourselves here in Europe with green tea or yeah. with whatever juicy and stuff yeah, yeah. and they just like one one ceremony and they like yeah the amount of work there is like yeah tremendous when you compare to like normal normal life endeavors yeah, Jeez. yeah. <clears throat> so after after this only after these six ceremonies I came home and I was almost pain-free. So I was like, am I cured totally or what? Mm. <laughs> what did your parents say, just out of curiosity? Yeah, well, they were really, 
really happy for me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the trip was not uh, very cheap, so they helped me. Yeah. They lent me some money to actually go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were like, like pretty happy for me. Were you like a new person coming back, or? But you I would not say like a new person, but I could walk normally. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and even now, obviously, walking in today, you're like you're, say you're, you've got a spring in your step. You're. You look great. So, how are you? What's <clears throat> so? How long ago was this? Were these ceremonies? In in your first ceremonies, the six cer- ceremonies. Even how long ago was it? Uh, how, how long ago? Oh. Yeah. Who? It was. I think when I. Uh, it was uh, during when I was finishing my bachelor in university okay. or after. I think. Yeah. First. First uh, year of my master's. Sure. Okay. So what's so that? A good half, <coughs> a good five years away, five years ago, would you say? Yeah, I would say yes. So then, what's happened? Yes, so exactly. since then, so let's fast forward to now. So what have you been doing? Because um, you know, to, to a regular person in the street, no, you I, have I would, no, I would no like to still continue on my mm-hmm. story if I. Oh yeah, I, sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> jumping in. <laughs> yeah, because like it was only six ceremonies, but it uh, helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. But like after two months the pain started to return mm-hmm. okay so, well, okay so yeah. i i went there then after uh, a while again second time mm-hmm. but this time i i knew that i had to like get uh, to see the healer and ask him if i can go like go to him or to to his place and see like if this uh, if this process could be much much better if i would be like in some some settings there because yeah it helped me but like I was fine for only for two months and then I started again and I was like not mm. very happy about this I'm sure mm-hmm. so but I but I wanted to still like go into it because it was like first experience that like really helped me tremendously because like here in Europe like the only thing yeah even though like I could do my psychedelic sessions like on my own mm-hmm. but it was not the way because I was not a healer so it helped me but only a little little bit mm-hmm. so it was like okay so now I will have no social life just because I have to you know keep myself going or whatever I just wanted to break through totally yeah and did, was this a unique situation for the shaman or did he see someone like you before uh, in terms of your case with your auto, autoimmune disease, uh, they see a lot of people yeah. like that because, like the ayahuasca tourism is like full blown right now. I would say, yeah, yeah. or it was like five years ago. I'm not sure about right yeah, now, but yeah. yeah, it's very. So how did he when you went back to see him? <clears throat> how did what well, changes I, in the process? I went were? to to the same trip mm-hmm. and like this time I was learning Spanish because these guys don't speak English at okay. all. Oh, yeah. They almost doesn't speak Spanish Quechua. either. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the local, local language? They have a lot of deals, Quechua, Shipibo, yeah. Conibo, Shipibo or whatever. Wow, I okay. don't know them all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so then I was like trying to ask the healer if I could if I could come and he was like yeah okay I can see that you're very sick so 
you can come. So after after I returned, I started to take on Spanish courses. It was like when I was slowly finishing my uh, masters. But yeah, like uh, when I was finishing my masters, I was in the same situation as when I was finishing my bachelor's, like the same pain. Oh wow! Okay, so really and it was I would say even like a little bit worse because of all of the stress really? I was trying to uh, get the money for to, for next next trip. <clears throat> I had to finish the school, mm. and I was learning Spanish too. So yeah, a lot of. Mm. Uh, a lot of stress and I could not really like uh, focus on my meditation sessions or healthy food or whatever yeah. I was just like like working studying like do you think that stress had a was it uh, had an impact anyway yeah, like, that was linked, so. linked I would say it? so that yeah. the stress had a lot of impact mm. yeah yeah so but then I went to the Peru for four months and during these four months, I went through around 72 ayahuasca ceremonies. Four months? Where did you stay? Uh, in There was like a center mm -hmm. for, for people that uh, wanted to work with ayahuasca. Like there were not so many people. It was like me, some Canadian guy, some guy from Texas. Uh, <laughs> it's the makings of a bad joke. Three healers. So I think Canadian and Texas. <laughs> 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 walk into an ayahuasca right. tent. Se 72 times? Yes. Oh my god, that's wild. Yeah, and I I had uh, so-called plant diet, diet yeah. but very, uh, very small ones because I was uh, really sick and I didn't have a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. So these plant diets, they, this is how the shamans learn how to, how to be shaman. Or they can be used to for healing purposes also. Like the you are essentially connecting with the plant, and the plant starts coming to your dreams or into your visions. You are permitted to eat only one food. It's like a, a fish with green banana, plantains, mm -hmm. no salt, no sugar, no oil, mm -hmm. nothing. What's the fish? Uh, it's called Boca Chico. It's like Boca small, Chica. small now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it has a lot of bones. Uh, also, it depends on the healers. Some diets permits also chicken, just uh, grilled chicken with okay. nothing else. Mm. That's interesting. A little bit of rice. Okay. But it's without salt. That's quite interesting, <coughs> given the the current vegan movement. Um, you know where where everyone is now being pushed towards a plant-based only diet where you're saying this, the shaman diet or the ayahuasca diet is needs, does it need the fish or it needs no, the meat? Or? Well, this is how it was done traditionally. Mm -hmm. Like, may, uh, I talked to one healer and he told me that if you would eat only plantains then it would be faster. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. But okay. also, like, if you would not eat at all, it would be even faster. Yeah. There was a guy from from India there that was uh, dieting like this, that he was not eating wow. at yeah. all for one month. Or wow, really? Yeah. And he shed a lot about, of weight. There. I was going to ask you about diets. Um, like there is a movement as well called the carnivore diet. It's just eating meat. Oh yeah. And I guess a big pioneer of it is um, 
Jordan Peterson is one guy. No. Okay, he's he's daughter, right? And his daughter as well. And he suffers from an autoimmune disease. I don't think it's the same as, as yours. Not exactly sure what it is. But um, he and him and a lot of other people are promoting this. I don't think it's quite the diet in itself, but it's eliminating a lot of foods that could potentially cause you inflammation. I'm not a doctor, by the way. Far from. But it's just really interesting, like. Uh, how, how these things are, are helping people. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, coincidentally, I started to uh, experiment with carnivore diet before I came here to Malta. Yeah. How to cure depression? I'm just, I'm just looking this up. Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, I have noticed that when I eat certain foods, like, my joints would get worse. Yeah. So, for example, if I would eat too much cheese, or yeah. usually it was... Uh, Diary, 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 yeah. very triggering. Yeah. Mm. yeah, or just too much sugar and flour. Processed sugar, food. of course. Yeah, yeah processed food. Processed food. <laughs> well, dairy, you know, dairy and sugar. These are the two worst things for your body, anyway. So, yeah. especially um, and sugar is just uh, such a funny one because if you if you think about it, if you take um, an outsider's point of view at, the, at humans. That when we have these small kids that are growing up, and you should be giving them all the nutrients possible to them until they grow effectively. Instead, <clears throat> we're just shoving sweets and sugar, everything down their throat to be able to get them. And what happens? The kids turn into adults, and then the adults are addicted to sugar. And sugar is, is so so bad for. I think it's linked to so many uh, autoimmune diseases. Again, I'm not a doctor, um, but it's just my. Um, no, it's true. Um, it's, it's, it's my. Frustrations, I guess, with with uh, society at the moment. But yeah, sorry, just chiming in. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> back to you. Oh, sorry. Where, where we stopped? <laughs> yeah. So I was under this diet. Yeah. And yeah, it was also interesting. Like it was hard because, like, they said to me, like, okay, so you just do nothing, right? Mm -hmm. Just sit in your tambo and do nothing. It's just watch your wall. Wow. <laughs> because yeah, this is like also you have to put down all of the stimulus that you mm. have. Mm -hmm. Like you have to clear yourself out, out for the plants to really come into you and really like to put roots in you. Yeah, yeah and I was I was starting to connect, and it was like the part of of my healing process and I would say like it helped me like after these four months when I came came back like okay I was not totally healed but but I felt that this healing went uh, really into depth mm -hmm. so I was even again like much better but yeah it's it I got this problem that it's all all uh, they started to come back because uh, I felt like I was not healed but I was better mm -hmm. so and that's when I started to uh, search for job abroad mm -hmm. to get uh, funding for mm -hmm. me to go back there again. Ah, right. okay. so yeah I came to Malta and I started this carnivore lifestyle yeah. oh okay so I essentially ate kilo of beef mm -hmm. in the morning. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> as, as you do. 
<laughs> Two eggs and a kilo of beef, please. A kilo of fresh beef. Yeah, okay. Then I will prepare it and eat it with, with fat, mm -hmm. with the beef fat. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you cannot really eat just, uh, just protein, lean protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then you just get really uh, hungry really fast. Mm -hmm. You have to combine it yeah, with the fat. Yeah. And, like, this also helped me because, mm -hmm. like, the pain go totally away. So when I combine this, uh, this way of eating with this alternative uh, psychedelic approach from the Peru, like this, uh, when I came back, I was full and full of energy. Mm -hmm. So then I was, I would say, like I was ready to to work to live normally and mm -hmm. quote unquote normally. <laughs> and also like this carnivorous lifestyle when you eat one kilo of beef with a lot of fat you don't really have to eat at all after mm. like during whole day yeah. you're not hungry so <clears throat> I was saving a lot of time to just yeah. thinking about food so it's a form of uh, fasting at that point because you're just having yeah. one meal yeah. and then and nothing for 18 hours but like after 10 months of just eating beef really? salt and water oh. <laughs> you will get a little bit I'm sure. <laughs> what's, what's on the menu today? Beef. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting blood tests throughout this period to see where your inflammatory markers were? Uh, yeah, I did actually, mm. and they were a little bit high, but mm. nothing, nothing too, not too much. Yeah. So I was able to keep me uh, keep myself off the medication mm -hmm. and just work my nine to five job. Fantastic. Until. I get back to Peru again. And have you have you had any flare-ups whilst being in Malta? Anything that's this? Yeah, well, when I had, for example, a cheat day, or when mm. when it was like very cold, like I tried to not to have too much cheat days, but sometimes, yeah, uh, when you get locked up in work or whatever, like yeah. you cannot really like do anything. Mm. But <clears throat> in comparison to to when you were doing your masters. Uh, what, what are the differences yeah, it's, now? It's totally different. Okay. Mm. Like oh, after these ten months of carnivore diet, I went back to the Peru again mm -hmm. for one month. Mm -hmm. So it was in September. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I went through uh, another month of taking ayahuasca. So so now I would say I have like one hundred sessions totally. Is, is it a tough process to do months of that or Yeah, it, it is a tough process. Yeah. Because it's like not the, exactly enjoyable. The toughest it. part is to drink it. Really? Yeah, to get it down your stomach. Is it is <laughs> That's it, totally it's only a tough. shot though, right? Only, <laughs> yes, it's only He's a shot. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, is it like half of this glass? No, it's like a shot of water. Oh, literally, just a oh, shot. Shot. Okay. Yes. Wow. Is that terrible taste? Is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. Because your body doesn't. You know, it. even the healers, like when they were watching uh, people drink it, they they started to, you know, how how do you call this? <laughs> Are you shaking? Yeah, you sh they into a seizure or something? Or? No, you just like. like <laughs> Again, I'm pretty sure I've done that with numerous tequilas. Yeah, so, yes, so you just, you can only think about the taste, and your body starts to do this. Your yeah, body starts okay. to shake in disgust. Okay. Wow. It's wild, man. So, so you mentioned you're going back to Peru. <clears throat> yes, I'm going. Going there. for some more punishment. Yeah, I'm <laughs> going big there for. Uh, in two weeks, mm -hmm. 
for five months. Okay. <sighs> so jealous. And <laughs> and right now I will not be. I think I think I will not be drinking ayahuasca at all. Maybe in the start. Okay. But uh, right now I'm. I will be uh, having f uh, this shamanic diet. I see. Depends. The duration will be around the minimum three months to five months to sure. the whole duration. And and why why are you why are you on this diet? What's the what's because the overall this, plan? Like ayahuasca outcome? is great and ayahuasca ceremonies, but the true healing and the true growing goes through the plant diet. I see. So this is like the next level. I would say like I'm. I progressing like more and more into myself because like this plant diets really make a difference in your in your bio energetical biological uh, system that mm -hmm. you have. Can you do that diet here or is it something you have to learn through a lengthy process? Uh well you can do the diet here but you have to have a plant mm. that is powerful and you have to have a healer that will help you because you have uh, certain restrictions because during this diet uh, there are these restrictions of food that I told you you cannot have sex you d you cannot even touch people okay so because touch, your palms touch people will what do you mean with your with your hands like you cannot shake a hand oh really wow yes because your palm will uh, absorb the bad uh, energy or not the bad energy but the energy of the person which is uh, essentially tainting your system because then the plant cannot grow within like the energy of the plant cannot Damn, really grow wow okay. yeah there there are certain diets where people cannot even look at you because they will taint it thank you okay yeah that, that's why the traditional uh training is that you are going for a year to the jungle totally alone and you're just dieting there Okay, so so, so what's the uh, so is the view then to come out the other end of this five months to become a shaman yourself or begin healing well, people? What's the what's well? This is uh, this is the deal. The next I'm step? I'm not sure if they will be able to ever cure me or mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. But so far, like this is the best shot uh, for me to mm -hmm. get really healed. Yeah. So if they are. Like if it's not possible to heal me co completely, yeah, I would say so. Like I will learn to be a shaman myself, and mm -hmm. you just do the ceremonies for me. Mm -hmm. And if it if it uh, makes me, if it keeps me pain free without like bad side effects, mm -hmm. like totally bad side effects, I would say like ayahuasca has side effects, like okay, this vomiting and diarrhea, but they only last during the ceremony, mm -hmm. and after that like. Like these guys live normal life. So if I would be able to live normal life, then yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You going back to okay Palco? Same. You can yeah, go to the same location in the. It's in the a city name. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. So, so to, just to quickly understand one or two things, I don't think anyone's ever died from an ayahuasca ceremony. Yeah, a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people, but yes, uh, people that were not following. The preparation that the procedure, like would be, I, I am under the. Like I think people with maybe with schizophrenia or certain mental health diseases shouldn't be trying these. Types yeah. Of also, diets. when you are using antidepressants, yeah, it's very bad idea because all of these antidepressants are 
working very similarly and I would say like they can even like destroy your energetical structures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not to say that people that are on the antidepressants should stop using them because yeah like of course it's different with every individual yes, it's very different and also like yeah there are people who died also because there are these uh, there are those dangers that not every person that is claiming to be a healer is a healer yeah and also that when you are in the, with the healer that is a healer you should follow what he says mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't follow yeah and just like yeah whatever half ass yeah <laughs> but you know they in this uh, generation after generation they created mm-hmm. a certain technology then they are using to heal people this is not just like let's get fucked up yeah I had a friend who was in Nepal during the earthquake disaster and he was really not well mentally for a while afterwards and he was improved for a while. He did an acid trip, really revolutionized everything that was going on with him mentally. But then he followed it off a week later with an ayahuasca trip and he met some other tourists along the way and someone who had this half-assed attitude and he said essentially that the people who were with him kind of ruined his ayahuasca experience because they started freaking out. Um, and it just didn't go out as well, but regardless of, of that situation, he tended to cure himself anyway with psychedelics, which was interesting. So I guess it is different for everyone, but yeah, clearly you need to do your own research. Yeah, exactly. And also, like, uh, that's not to say, like, I, I went through my story because I always thought that this is the best for me. Yeah. But I'm not saying, like, everyone should do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the best thing would be like if someone wants to try this like get a good healer and go to peru like do not try this at home (laughs) don't try this at home yeah because like people that are under this psychedelic uh, substance effect they are exposed to the energy that is in the space Mm -hmm. so when you do this like in the middle of the city you can get dirty yeah because uh, I would say like in these places where the uh, lot of people are you know when uh, when a person is creating for example a negative emotion yeah. it's affecting all of <coughs> all of the all of the surroundings yes, and when so you true. are in this psychedelic trip you are exposed more to these energies mm. than the normal person yeah. you want to be zen going into these things. yes yes the healer is also there to hold the space, to clean clean the space during the ceremony. So, mm. so the people that are uh, like getting the energy from the space around will not get like the bad energy from the others. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. Like this is the I would say the biggest danger of this. That yeah, you can do this uh, psychedelic trip, but if you get more negative energy in yourself, then it, this effect was detrimental. Even though like psychedelics are a good thing when they're used properly. Mm-hmm. and in the proper proper ritualistic use mm-hmm. which is a certain kind of technology that works and it's like using a car in uh, in improper way you can like uh, you can uh, it can be detrimental to your health too yeah. <laughs> yeah I think it's because psychedelics are associated with the summer of love like the 60s <laughs> and you yeah. know it's just hippies hippie man but, but yeah, clearly You've demonstrated to me at least today that it can be really beneficial if you really follow the right guidelines. And I guess on that, so if, if people 
wanted to maybe <clears throat> look at this, look into this, what, what what kind of three tips or what tips can you would you give to people that wanted to explore this route? Three tips. Well, I'll learn. It doesn't have to be three. It can just be a yeah, tip. So everyone should start to learn to meditate. I would say that's uh, very important. Then uh, I would say like let's find someone that is experienced in that because when you find a good teacher you can go a long way and like for for really sick people they can get to Peru and like go there for example if they don't don't know uh, to to who to go for example they can write me on on an email and I can help them because I know I was struggling with the same stuff like where should I go? What should I do? Mm-hmm. So I can help them and speed uh, speed them up on nice. their path. Cool. Okay. So, um, and if, if anyone wants to kind of ask any more questions or, you know, is there somewhere they can connect, connect with you or, you know, just ping you yeah, they a can, question or get some advice from you? They can write me on my email. It's healers.trail at gmail.com healers.trail at gmail.com okay we'll, we'll put that in the links description links as well mm-hmm. Roman you've honestly I've, I've been <clears throat> been lucky enough to work alongside you a little bit as well for last year you're an absolute inspiration so thanks for coming to share your stories it's insane like really uh, I can't even begin to imagine um, not only the kind of the pains you've had to go through but also the absolute highs I'd imagine um, it would be insane. It's an adventure highs sure. and lows. Yeah, so uh, we really, really appreciate um, sharing this with us. And um, how can we, um, whilst you're in Peru, are you? I know you're allowed to, not allowed to touch anyone, but are you able to? Um, are you able to kind of keep us updated, just so we know how it's going? And, and it'd be great. It'd be great if you could check in with us. Yeah, I was uh, thinking that it would be nice to document my my path. Okay. Or the progress like a, of the diet. So okay, like write, writing a blog or something. You're gonna. Yeah, for example, I can I can do an article or two each each week, okay. each month, to make you guys updated. How yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and even um, you know halfway through, maybe we can um, see if we can do like a remote a remote call or something, just to, just to get your perspective and see how you're feeling. Really. If, well, yeah, if the situation will permit me, then mm-hmm. then why yeah. not? Do it during the ceremony. brilliant okay well um, yeah obviously great great, uh, thank you so much for coming in and um, look forward to kind of seeing your progress yeah thank you guys too cheers thanks cheers mate so how was that man that was mind-blowing um I didn't understand the full spectrum of what he went through. I spoke to him on a pub about it before for about 10 minutes, but I'm really glad we went through that full conversation. And do you know what, there's, there's still so much more we could go in, delve into with him because he, uh, he was telling me before about um, lucid dreams and how, how to control it. Guy, obviously, for it's just... Part two, hopefully. Yeah, the, the things he's been through are just uh, insane. I really, really... Um, Thought-provoking. Yeah. Uh, just kind of... I don't think I will go 
to do ayahuasca anytime soon personally, but I'm really fascinated in how it really helped them. And it probably can help a whole bunch of people. Um, the way they kind of do that purification process of really clearing out the mind, not even shaking anyone's hand, I thought that was nuts, but at the same time, it... it you, you, can, you can see why it's uh, so effective, because the... when if there's no, nothing to stimulate you, or you, your, br your brain and your mind will eventually go inward. Yeah. That's all it, so that, I guess that's the whole, the whole reason. Yeah. Reason for it. Um, one thing that I could really resonate with was that, and um, I read this book recently called Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday, and yeah. it really made me think about that stuff. And ultimately, like, you know, I wasn't working for the last few months. Uh, I was kind of enjoying life, but I was getting bored quite e easily, constantly watching YouTube, the usual. But until I read that book, it really just made me appreciate the smaller things. Things like just just chilling and just doing nothing. Mm. Just really just uh, being in the zone somewhere, just looking at nothing. <laughs> it's uh, such a, so interesting as well, because coming from, um, obviously from London originally, and having lived and worked in London for over 30 years, um, I never thought I never ever thought I'd leave. I mean, it wasn't until until after I came here, and then I just I could really see the illusion that everyone's under there. It's unbelievable because you're just a stimulation everywhere, and, and it, to enable you to be able to keep up with even half of it, you have to take all the. You're constantly drinking. You're out all the time. You're taking drugs. It's just it's just and it's, it's a night. It's so bad. Where when I came here. <clears throat> Honestly, my, my friends were like, are you, they thought I was insane because I didn't know anyone here. I only, only knew um, Kim, my girlfriend. And um, But what I found actually by coming here, it goes back to what you were saying about the stillness thing. Is I was just by myself and I had my own time. And I never really valued that until, until, until I, until I realised I have to value your own time and your own space because you can recharge. You could just You could just build up your own your own strength internally really so um, I can, I need to read that book who's it by? Ryan Holiday Ryan Holiday Stillness is the key Stillness yeah, is the key it's a really good one I was kind of opposite I moved from a small town to Alton I was like wow just a small town boy <laughs> <laughs> but you know it makes me appreciate when I I stay in, in quite a dense place in Malta but once I get outside go to the beach or something like I did last weekend it's man, it's amazing. You need to get to the north. The north's incredible. Like um, yeah. up there, uh, into Fiha and all these areas. You can just go for. It. You've done. Have you done a trek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out to the south as well. We're not. We're not. Yeah, yeah, I love the south. Master Scholar, everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. This is. Uh, I think this is. It. We'll wrap it up then. So this yeah. is the end of our first some, one. Some good people. I hope. Um, the medical research community gets up to date with some of this stuff so it would be really interesting if they put more funding into these yeah definitely and um, you know uh, and going back to my point earlier about obviously uh, doctors their, their process is a lot of trial and error the doctors are incredible so um, yeah, there's, there's no, sure. no slamming them whatsoever um, they have to cover themselves as well yeah um, so you know maybe in the future we'll get we'll get a couple of doctors on as well just talk about this yeah um, Maybe even try some psychedelics on air. Oh, <laughs> maybe not yet. Um, uh, but yeah, so in a legal location, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, again, thanks for everyone for listening as far. We've we, uh, we've got a really interesting um, set of episodes coming up. Um, so so please tune into the next one. Um, 
subscribe. We will be on, we are on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, which is Dosed. Um, and we're on all the all the uh, podcast channels, so you can find us on, on your standard Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn. Um, so, you know, share with your friends. Um, also, you know, give us feedback. You know, we want to make sure that we're, um, you know, doing doing the right things and, and, and providing the right kind of information um, and kind of ultimately giving you guys, uh, like I said at the beginning, little doses of, of information, positivity and, and light.